Welcome to today's podcast for the Florence School of Regulation and its series for the Energy Law and Policy Area. I'm here with Professor Dr. Antonis Metaxas, who is the managing partner of Metaxas and Associates Law Firm in Greece, Professor of EU Law in the University of Athens and Chairman of the Hellenic Energy Regulation Institute. I'm Maria Haruntaki, attorney at law and associate at the firm. We have prepared a set of questions for today's topic, which is divided in two parts. The first part aims to provide a short overview of the winter package providing some input with respect to the implications on the European and Greek energy market. The second part focuses on the reinforcement of consumer rights with regard to the free choice of suppliers. As a rather problematic case study, we analyzed the relevant legislative context in Greece following a recent legislative amendment of the Electricity Customer Supply Code. We will now start with the first part on the winter package, which will crucially affect many aspects of energy markets and is expected to have a fundamental impact on their future formation. Could you briefly set out the main thematic axis of the winter package proposals? First of all, thank you very much uh, for this interview and for this podcast. The key goals of the winter package are to establish a common power market design give a priority to energy efficiency and security of energy supply, increase the share of renewables in energy consumption, and expand consumer rights. In this regard, this extensive normative package contains a range of legislative proposals, including proposals for a recast of the Internal Electricity Market Directive, the Electricity Market Regulation, and the Regulation on the European Agency for the Cooperation of Energy Regulators. Moreover, there is a series of proposals for the Renewable Energy Directive, the Energy Efficiency Directive, the Energy Performance of Buildings Directive, and the proposal for regulation on risk preparedness in the electricity sector. What are the specifics on the energy efficiency front, and could you provide us with some input with regard to the relative uh, legislative context in Greece? The target for energy efficiency is set for a binding 30% until 2013. In this respect, the revisions of the Energy Efficiency Directive and the European Performance of Buildings Directive aim to facilitate implementation at national level. In Greece, a ministerial decision on energy efficiency was issued in 2017, aiming to attain the commitments undertaken by Greece in compliance with the obligations of Directive 27 of 2012 of the European Parliament and of the Council. In particular, it is provided in the ministerial decision currently applicable that the energy efficiency target shall be at least equivalent to achieving new savings each year from 1st January of 2014 to 31st December of 2020 of 1% of the annual energy sales to final customers of all energy distributors or all retail energy sales companies by volume averaged over the most recent three-year period prior to the 1st January of 2013. Thus, a vast number of companies are already directly affected by the energy efficiency measures in Greece and must form the strategy in this respect. What are the winter package goals with respect to renewable energy, and what is the current legislative scheme for renewables in Greece? 
The new framework sets out the European Union target of at least 27% for the share of renewable energy consumed in the EU in 2030. This target is binding at EU level and will be fulfilled through individual member states' contributions guided by the need to deliver collectively for the EU. Collective delivery can be done without preventing member states from setting their own national targets subject to state aid rules. As EU energy system projections indicate that current member states and EU policies would only lead to approximately 24.3% of renewable energy consumption in 2030, a change in policies is called for at a national level urgently. The goal of the proposal for a recast of the Renewable Energy Directive is to set a regulatory framework that leads to investor certainty, I underline this, um, um, this issue of investors, investor certainty, something that constituted a major problem, at least in some EU member states, due to retroactive adverse measures that were introduced and which foresaw the cutting of the fitting tariffs for existing renewable energy plants. In Greece, recently, Law 4414 was enacted to promote better integration of renewables into the national electricity market in order for Greece to meet its 2020 renewable electricity generation target. That means at least 40% of gross electricity consumption. A new support structure for ARIES projects in Greece, compatible with the EU guidelines on state aid for environmental protection and energy, has been implemented in this regard. As from the 1st January of 2017, operating aid is granted to RES projects on the basis of a competitive bidding process. The Regulatory Authority of Energy in Greece assumes the responsibility to organize, conduct and finalize the competitive bidding process. In this context, the fitting tariff-based scheme that was applicable, at, applicable until today is replaced by a technology-specific sliding scale fitting premium. The fitting premium is added as a premium to the revenues received by producers through their participation in the wholesale market to cover the difference between the value allocated to the relevant category of renewable plant in the daily wholesale electricity market and the reference price according to the type of the technology. The fitting premium will be paid on the basis of contracts signed between the producer and the Greek market operator that is known in Greek as Laie. It should be mentioned that new measures were adopted also in order to eliminate the current deficit in the special account for renewables from which all renewable electricity generators in Greece are paid. A variable charge that is imposed on all electricity suppliers through the newly le adopted legislative measures is based on the cost avoided for electricity purchased had there not been renewable electricity provided. It is also noted that the current structure of the Greek electricity market foresees a mandatory power pool which will, which will be reformed in the context of the EU target model. Recently adopted legislative amendments provide for the gradual introduction of a forward market with an obligation for physical delivery, whilst allowing for bilateral transactions as well, a day-ahead market, an intraday market, and a balancing market, including a capacity market. 
How does the Commission view capacity mechanisms in the context of the need to ensure security of energy supply? The compatibility of capacity mechanisms with EU law, and more specifically with EU state aid law, it's, a, as it is well known, a very much debated issue um, in, the, uh, in the scientific uh, sphere. The Commission uh, released its final report into capacity mechanisms in the light of state aid concerns. Commission's report concludes that member states need to better assess the need for such mechanisms and gives guidance on how to make their design deliver on security of supply while, and this is very important, minimizing competition distortions. The main conclusions of the Commission's report are that capacity mechanisms should be accompanied by appropriate market reforms to avoid regulatory failures, which prevent the price signals necessary to maintain appropriate levels of electricity or security of supply. Capacity mechanisms must also be fit for purpose and open to all capacity providers. The need for capacity mechanisms must be underpinned by an adequacy assessment, which will provide a reliable basis for determining the need for capacity mechanisms. Thus, the new legal framework aims to facilitate state aid control by the Commission. How are consumer rights reinforced with the recent legislative amendments? The EU legislative proposals aim to expand consumer rights. In this respect, consumers shall be provided with better, more transparent information about their energy consumption and costs through electricity bills. Moreover, more transparent real-time price signals will stimulate consumer participation and make the electricity system more flexible, facilitating thus the integration of electricity for renewable energy sources. Consumers should also have access to electricity supply contracts with dynamic prices and free-of-charge energy comparison tools. A key aspect of the above is the right of clients to switch energy, energy suppliers. On this note, we can move to the next part of the presentation, which concerns the client's right to switch energy suppliers in the European framework and the relative legislative context of the Greek energy market. We will examine the relevant recent legislative amendments of the Electricity Customer Supply Code in Greece and their legal implications. Starting with the European framework, could you specify certain key provisions with regard to client switching? Starting from the winter package, the, proposed, the proposal for a directive on common rules for the internal market and electricity recasts Directive uh, 72 of 2009 and builds on well-established principles such as free choice of suppliers for consumers. The proposed directive focuses on consumers and now lays down expressly the general principle that member states have to ensure that EU electricity market is a competitive consumer-centered, flexible, and non-discriminatory market. Ensuring a high level of consumer protection is a focal point of the directive. In particular, a main component of the proposed directive is the freedom to choose a supplier without an economic burden and the removal of barriers to cross-border trade. I will now briefly outline the new key provisions of the proposal of the recast of the directive in this regard. Starting from the recital of the directive, it is mentioned that there is a need to increase competition and that the freedoms which the treaty guarantees to citizens of the Union are achieved only in a fully open market which enables all consumers freely to choose their suppliers and all suppliers freely to deliver to their customers electricity. 
the regulatory authorities should monitor the occurrence of restrictive contractual practices, including exclusivity clauses, which may prevent large non-household customers from contracting simultaneously with more than one supplier or restrict their choice to do so, and where appropriate, informing the national competition authorities of such illegal practices. In this regard, the use of contract termination fees should also be restricted in order to encourage switching. Moreover, in paragraph 23 of the recital, the need for independent comparison tools is stressed as an effective means for customers to assess the merits of different energy offers available on the market and lower search costs so that it will no longer be necessary to collect information from individual suppliers and service providers. In the directive, the right to switch suppliers is expressly protected. In specific, it is provided that member states shall ensure that the customer wishing to change a supplier while respecting contractual conditions is entitled to such change within three weeks. In addition, member states shall ensure that consumers are not charged any switching-related fees and the right to switch suppliers is granted to customers in a non-discriminatory manner as regards cost, effort or time. The directive also contains the obligation of member states to ensure that all customers are free to purchase electricity from the supplier of their choice and that member states shall take appropriate actions to ensure effective competition between electricity suppliers. What are the legislative provisions for client switching in Greece? Please provide us with an insight on the legal implications and effect of the recent amendment of the electricity customer supply code in Greece with regard to client switching of energy suppliers. Until recently, the electricity supply code in Greece provided that the client can terminate uh, his or her supply contract in order to switch suppliers anytime without any cause. This has been restricted currently um, through the adoption of a ministerial decision that provides that a client cannot terminate a supply contract if he has not previously paid his outstanding debts arising from the initial contract or settled his outstanding debts according to the supplier settlement policy. It is also now provided in the currently applicable ministerial decision that in case the client does not follow the settlement terms, the initial supplier has the right to submit the declaration to the relevant operator for the client to be disconnected even if he has concluded the contract with the new supplier and fulfills its contractual obligation to the new supplier. I have already analyzed in various scientific papers the implications of this legislative change as well as the compatibility as well as analyzed the compatibility of the above legislative provision with existing EU law as well as with provisions of the Greek constitution by taking, of course, into account the particularities of the Greek energy market today, namely the super-dominant position of the ex-monopolistic supplier PPC in the energy supply market, as well, and this is a very important second criterion that has to be taken into account while um, formulating a legal compatibility assessment of the newly adopted ministerial decision, the economic crisis that has led a vast number of companies which have concluded contracts with PPC to have high outstanding amounts owed to it that are currently under judicial scrutiny. 
A first concern to be raised is whether this, minister, this newly adopted ministerial decision, which is issued by virtue of delegation, lies within the limits and is compatible with the provisions of law of the Basic Law 4001 of 2011, as well as the spirit of all the legislative provisions in this respect. As aforementioned, the Directive 72 of 2009, as well as the Basic Law 4001 of 2011, which transposes the said directive, protect explicitly the right of consumers to switch suppliers. However, now this customer right has become subject to uh, the above-mentioned conditions set by the ministerial decision. And these conditions are very difficult to attain for a big number of electricity customers due to the particularities of the Greek electricity market, as already mentioned. This is the case as most electricity customers nowadays in Greece have very high open debts to PPC. Um, and also, due to the fact that many customers, mostly high and medium voltage industrial clients, have brought before the courts disputes with regards to PPC's pricing policies. Having said that, they are unable, these industrial clients are unable to conclude on a settlement considering that they have pending cases before the courts with regard to the exact amount their debts to PPC are. This means that the right to switch supplier is now de facto in the euro restricted and they are effectively obliged to stay with PPC as their electricity suppliers. On the other hand, however, there is a target set by recently applicable, uh, recently introduced legislation in Greece that PPC's share in the retail supply market has to be radically decreased. As aforementioned, Directive 72 of 2009 sets as a primary target promoting fair competition and easy access, for easy access for different suppliers and fostering capacity for new electricity generation which should be of the utmost importance for member states in order to allow consumers to take full advantage of the opportunities of the liberalized internal market in electricity. Thus, setting a hindrance on the right to switch supplier, I believe runs counter to the aims of the said directive, or is at least taking into account the Greek peculiarities at a very problematic compatibility relation to it. Is the above amendment linked with any abuse of dominance considerations? I think that this uh, aspect should also be taken into account while evaluating the compatibility of the uh, recently introduced ministerial decision. Um, uh, restricting um, client switching rights in Greece um, because um, in specific the treaty on the functioning as we all know the treaty on the functioning of the European Union provides that any abuse by one or more undertakings of a dominant position within the internal market shall be, shall be prohibited as incompatible with the internal market insofar as it may affect trade between member states such abuse may consist in directly or indirectly imposing unfair purchase or selling price or other unfair trading, unfair trading conditions. Moreover, in accordance with Article 106 of the Treaty on the Functioning of the European Union, in case of a 
public undertaking and undertakings to which member states grant special or exclusive rights, member states shall neither enact not maintain, nor maintain in force any measure contrary to the rules contained in this treaty. It has also been accepted by EU case law, EU uh, court's case law, that the more dominant position a company has, the bigger chance there is the, that regulatory interventions may lead to anti-competitive foreclosure. The anti-competitive behavior may be the result of applying legislative provisions or it may be encouraged by legislative provisions. It is also crucial to stress that the applicable state measures could lead a company to an abuse of dominant position without it being necessary that actual abuse takes place. It is sufficient to point out that it is the extension of the monopoly without any objective justification which is prohibited by Article 106 of the treaty where that extension results from a measure adopted by the state. In view of the above, there are indeed anti-competitive implications, both with respect to Greek as well as the European Union law raised by the said ministerial Greek uh, decision, which restricts the right of customers to switch suppliers due to PPC's monopoly in electricity supply and customers' high debts, which cannot be paid or settled in a vast number of cases. Thank you very much, Professor Metaxas, for your insightful answers.